the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bet! Yes, get wagons! Brad, the big noise, Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed the Fade 5 Podcast. And Merry March Madness to you and yours. The chaos is about to get underway as a conference tournament season is on the immediate horizon. The NCAA tournament. Oh, I can taste it. I can smell it, Lundy, in all of its wonderful glory. Of course, uh, Selection Sunday on March 17th. So we're going to have all kinds of action tied uh, to college basketball. Maybe some futures. Uh, maybe some props. Maybe some sides, some totals, some SGPs. But first, with tickets in hand, let's hop aboard the Honk Honk Plus Bus, my friend. Your favorite wager, plus 100 odds or greater on this Friday or the upcoming weekend. Please share. Well, I'll have plenty for the upcoming weekend. There is an absolutely spectacular slate of hockey games tomorrow. So make sure you're checking out the spreadsheets posted up at thegamingjuice.com. So make sure you check that out uh, because I will have some action posted up tomorrow morning for you as we get into the Saturday games. But for some plus odds, plus bus puck bucks, there's a. There's a <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Uh, uh, that's like trying to pronounce hockey names. Um, I'm yeah. going to give you a, a, a couple of ways that I want to play some things this evening. I'll have some more for you in bonus time. But this is a pretty simple one. You can find this uh, over on DraftKings. Some of the other books have it as well. Uh, but I find it easy to be able to track it down over at DraftKings. And that is we are going to take the Philadelphia and Washington game, Flyers and Caps, as well as the nightcap between the Devils and the Ducks out in SoCal uh, with New Jersey and Anaheim. And we're going to say that in each of those games, both teams will score at least two. That's Mm. what we're doing here. All right. So there is a choice you can do underneath team totals uh, on DraftKings where you're basically saying, Each team's going to score one or more, two or more, three or more. That's what we're doing here. So I'm saying regardless of who wins, even though I think the Flyers can win and I think Jersey will win on the road, all I'm looking for here is for each team to put the puck in the back of the net at least twice for us. And if we put those two together right now at DraftKings, we're sitting at a plus 121. And I'll throw this one out there for you just in case you want to get a little bit greedy or sprinkle something extra on the earlier game this evening. There's only three on the schedule for the NHL. Arizona is on the road. They're taking on the Ottawa Senators. I think those two teams are also each going to score two. So if you want to make this into a three-leg using all three, DraftKings will give that one to you to plus 220. But these two are my favorites at plus 121. Take two goals apiece for Philly and Washington, two goals apiece for New Jersey and Anaheim. Put the biscuits in the basket, uh, boys. Uh, let's go get uh, some plus-plus money on the board for me. And it's a uh, little team raisins, not exactly team huevos here because it's only plus 100. But I really want to have this conversation. The Colorado Buffaloes, just up the road from Monday there in Boulder, plus 100 money to make the NCAA tournament available there at DraftKings. Uh, currently projected as my very last team in the NCAA tournament midfield on the gamingjuice.com and my bracket big board. I think they have a very strong chance of getting there. Obviously, they're fighting with another Pac-12 participant in Utah to, you know, honor, uh, deserve that honor of an at-large berth. Uh, St. John's very much in the conversation. Iowa kind of the outside looking in. Ohio State the outside looking in. So a lot of variables at play. But you look at CU, 
Uh, Destiny is in their own hands. The number 30 overall in the net. Outstanding individual number there. But again, the net used more or less as a sorting tool. Decent SOS. Strength is scheduled number 79 on the season. Their issue on the resume, bit of a black eye. Two and seven straight up away from Boulder this season. Only one. Just Uno, quarter one win. They are one and five in that category, but no bad losses. And that will speak volumes in the committee room because a lot of the teams that are currently residents in Bubbleville have visible black eyes. Rest of the season schedule. They can take care of business, but zero margin for error. You got Stanford at home, and then you're at Oregon and at Lundy's Oregon State Beavers. Sweep the regular season. Maybe win a game, uh, really two games, the Pac-12 tournament. I say the Colorado Buffs, the fighting Deion Sanders, find a way to make the NCAA tournament plus 100 odds there at DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy apparently disagrees with me. He's shaking his no, head. No. no, because you know what Oregon State does? Oregon State sucks donkey ass all season long. And then they find a way to make it interesting down the stretch. And I'm telling you right now, they're going to be at Gill Coliseum in Corvallis. They're going to be there at Ralph Miller Court. Uh, and the Buffaloes are going to drop a cow patty right in the middle of the court. They will figure out a way to beat them. It'll be another black eye on Colorado's resume. And it won't matter what they do in the tournament. They will wind up missing the NCAA tournament. I am giving you an early fade here on a Friday. Yeah, probably going to be wrong, and uh, my opinion on Colorado is going to change dramatically, likely even in the next 24 hours. With those bets on the board, screw it! Let's get after it! It's freaking March with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, New Rosico on the countdown. Let's go the National Basketball Association, a uh, good sir. And I'm going to put some plus money uh, again on the board here. I'm going to go with Drew Holiday celebrate i can barely hit that note uh thanks madonna for that uh, classic but i'm gonna take the over on five and a half assists against the dallas mavericks and yeah, i get seduced by that juice and work those shoulders on that prop at plus 114 there at DraftKings sportsbook why am i high on this uh you look at the dallas mavericks uh, they've allowed the seven most opponent uh dimes drop per game over the last 15 contests at 29.1 to be exact uh you look at what holiday did in the month of February, he averaged north of this number, 6.1 assists per game, going over the number in five of his last nine contests. And most importantly, Lundy, he had a half dozen dimes in the prior matchup against the Mavs played on January 22nd. So that's all the evidence that I need for a holiday to make me indeed celebrate on the over five and a half assists against Big D plus 114 at DraftKings. Good, sir. Fade or follow. I like it at the plus odds. This might be an SGP type of play for me. Ooh. Bring this down to yeah. five just so you don't get hooked. Um, and then grab another player prop or two out of this matchup against, <clears throat> excuse me, against Dallas. Um, I think this is going to be a great game. Um, really good one on the schedule this evening. Um, but... I like I said, I, I think he can get there. I like the idea of the plus odds, but I'm probably going to try to avoid the idea of getting the captain hook in this one. And I'll take the SGP route and I'll bring this number down, put it with something else and still get myself to plus odds. Oh, holiday. Let's go ahead and crack open a bomb to kill. I'm celebrating indeed. Get the six assists. Number four. 
Numero Quattro here on the Feed 5 Countdown. A little guesswork as we normally do here on this Friday. My God, what a loaded college basketball slate. Perfect timing. A lot of games are going to sway my opinion in the bracket big board, the gamingjuice.com. And one of them is my ILL Fidelana going on the road against Bucky Badger and the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, right now, we don't know what the total is going to be. Ken Palm has it forecasted for 159. Yes, in a Wisconsin game. That may sound like madness, but I understand the method to his madness and why the advanced analytics are pointing in that direction. I think this total is probably going to open somewhere in the high 150s. If it's like 158, 158 and a half, 159, 159 half, dare I say a buck 60. I am going to actually live in a land down under. Now, that might sound uh, counterintuitive because Illinois is the hottest offensive team in the known universe. Uh, and I have the evidence to back it up. Their last seven games, their numero uno are the orange and blue and adjusted offense efficiency. They're netting 1.336 points per possession. That is insane. That is absurd. They netted over 1.60 points per possession and last effort at home and gets a Minnesota Golden Gophers and defensively Illinois has been uh, mostly sorrowful give it up way too many baskets uh, of uh, you know close range variety or even outside number 269 in D efficiency over the last month allowing 1.106 points per possession even worse than EFG defense and number 294 during that stretch now Wisconsin their last eight games uh, also very leaky defensively number 278 and EFGD. So, Brad, this is pointing everybody, I know what you're thinking, to slamming the over, but this is going to be a low possession game. Illinois wants to run. Wisconsin knows that. Great guard is very aware. So, schematically, they're going to apply the break. They're going to slow the tempo. They're going to cue the key sweat, the Jodeci in the background, and try to keep this in a half-court grind. That is a Badger way, though they normally are running willing team but in this instance uh to really mitigate to get the l on illinois you got to slow them down you got to keep them out of transition and you got to prevent a lot of those downhill opportunities from tara shannon who's executed at an all-american level like he did earlier this season and coleman hawkins has been virtually unstoppable on both ends of the floor so put all together yes i know it sounds counterintuitive but if the number is in the high 150s, or like I said, dare I say 160, I am going to take the under on my ILL, the pivotal Big Ten matchup against Wisconsin. Uh, Ken Palm's got a 159. We'll use that line. Lundy, again, I'm under on 159. Good, sir. Better follow. You're out here guessing shit. What do you put? Well, you know, the line might be. Might be. <laughs> I'm just trying to get people by opinion. That's or, all I'm trying to do. Or the line could be 202. I mean, What's behind could... door number three? Yeah, oh, that's... a goat. Congratulations. That's, that's what, ooh, a goat? Really? Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, uh, so, I, uh, sure. I, I don't know. You're making crap up now. I I, I'm scared of some of the call. I'm going to be, uh, let, me, let me give an overriding statement because I know where you're going in the next couple of things on the countdown. I am a little bit scared with some of the matchups tomorrow from a betting perspective mm. because I do believe, you know, when you, uh, those of you that, that watch or bet on golf, um, which I do, uh, I'm, I'm not very good at it. I tell everybody, go follow our buddy Pat Mayo uh, on Twitter because Pat is absolutely the best 
um, out oh, there no, no uh, when it comes when no it comes question. if you do if you do DFS if you bet whatever it is just follow Pat trust us um, he's one of the best but if you if you do that for golf they always talk about um, moving day right in in a four day tournament they talk about like Friday and Saturday moving day right like maybe you only started out about three under you got a feel for the course now all of a sudden on Friday you're shooting a four under and then on Saturday bam you you knock it out of the park you move up into contention and there's a moving day I think from a college basketball perspective tomorrow is a moving day. I think there are teams that, to your point, Brad, they're going to influence where you have them on the bracket big board tomorrow, win or lose. Somebody could win, and you still might be scratching your head going, okay, yeah, but that didn't look right. You know what I'm saying? And I think those are the kinds of things the committee is looking at. The calendar has changed over to March, and I really think tomorrow is a pivotal day for a lot of these teams. So I may sit back on some of these games and simply watch as a fan and not necessarily put dollars uh, on the books because there's a lot of teams with a lot to play for. So many divots, so many bogeys, and God, I'm going to need a plethora of mulligans tomorrow in college basketball. Number three. Numero tres here on the countdown. Oh, let's put on uh, the guessing hat yet again here, Lundy, and another marquee matchup featuring the Marquette Golden Eagles. What about their final four prospects on thegamingjuice.com? Check that out at plus 450, mind you. Take it on the Creighton Blue Jays and Warren Buffett's backyard in Omaha. Omaha. Hut, hike. Uh, the Creighton Blue Jays, a team uh, looking like uh, one that's in contention for a number two seed where Marquette currently stands on the bracket big board. Kim Palm has the Golden Eagles, the fighting Shaka Smarts, favored by four in this one. And I'm going to lean the other direction, take the home team here, and I'm going to go with Creighton. And I'm going to take those uh, you know, points, and I'm going to take them all the way, hopefully, to the bank. Honestly, what I'll probably end up doing is SGPing this thing. Uh, to get this uh, at significant plus money, and I'll probably mess around with the total. Uh, may actually take the under on an alt line in that category, but Tyler Kolick ain't healthy. He's got an oblique issue, and uh, you know he set out a portion of the game last time out. He may not be at 100%, and he is the guy that greases the wheel for this Golden Eagles club. He's one of the best, if not the best, pure point guard in the country. And if he is not operating at 100%, uh, that is a major advantage, I think, for Ryan Kalkbrenner. A Baylor Shireman, the former fighting Jackrabbit and company there. Uh, you look at Creighton, uh, a team that's uh, really done some work uh, here at home. They're 13-2 and two in their number three EFG offense in the friendly confines, number 40 nationally in EFG defense. And most importantly, Lundy, over the last month, they are numerotos in all of college basketball. An effective field goal percentage offense are netting over 63% inside the arc and 38% outside of it so it doesn't matter if they're twos or threes they are falling through the cylinder with regularity for this club and mcdermott just runs beautiful sets and i think they're going to go out there and prove uh that they need to be on that two seed line and maybe usurp marquette come selection sunday in that category uh correction on the screen i'm correcting myself it's actually creighton minus four not marquette minus four at Ken Palm, but I will lay the chalk. I'm guessing the line's going to be four and a half at open. I played up to like five and a half, but using Creighton, not Marquette minus four, Lundy, I'm backing it. Do you fade or follow? 
Uh, I'll follow on this one because of what we've uh, been enjoying when it comes to road and home splits for some of the ranked teams, right? I mean, we've been seeing ranked teams go on the road. We've talked about it a couple of times here on the pod, um, that they go on the road and they're either losing straight up uh, or they're at least not covering against the spread. Yep. It's just been it's been a wild uh, and, you know, frankly, slightly wacky uh, season. I think it's going to make for an incredible tournament. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the idea of Creighton. I'll be honest, if it gets up into the five and a half range, I probably will stay away from it. I don't think I would play it to that level. I think I'm more likely to play it if it is at the four and a half, three and a half, like you say, when it opens. Uh, I would want it right there. If it stretches because money comes in on Creighton, I will then sit back and I'll stay away. Earn me all the Omaha stakes, Blue Jays, and cover. Hopefully four and a half, and sure as hell better not be five and a half. Number two. Numero dos here on the feed. Five countdown. Let's look ahead uh, in a matchup of the SEC that is sure to have your undivided attention. It will mine. And that is the Tennessee Volunteers and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, this game being played in Tuscaloosa. The Kimpon projected total, believe it or not, is an insane in the membrane. 169. Nice. Uh, so this game is going to be very up-tempo because that is a claim to fame of Alabama and how they like to play. It's all about uh, D somewhat and threes for them and revving the engine. They are top five over the entire season, according to Bartorvik, according to Kim Palm, Haslametrics, whatever site that you're pulling the data from in adjusted tempo. So uh, they are definitely going to press pedal to the metal. And Tennessee is a willing team uh, in up-tempo pace games. Uh, we've seen it repeatedly. They will run. They will also punch you with the face in a half-court setting. Uh, one of the better defensive teams, not only SEC, but in the country. So here is I am uh, likely going to approach this thing. I am probably going to take that total down to as close as 160 that I possibly can. Uh, and I'm going to build this thing at BetMGM because they have so much flexibility. Caesars does too. And the overall total and on the spread and the SGP market. But I'm going to aim for like 159 and a half, 160 and a half. And then I am, believe it or not, going to take the points up because I believe Tennessee is probably going to catch a, a couple of points, maybe two, two and a half, three, three and a half in this game. So maybe take that up to like six and a half, seven and a half. Get that as close as I can to like a plus 105, plus 110, maybe even Stephen Money and rock and roll with it because the Volunteers, Lundy, this season, six and three straight up on the road this year. Number 17, EFG offense. Number 80, though, an EFG defense. So the D has waned somewhat away from Knoxville. But again, Alabama, they don't play any defense. A number 259 at EFG D since February 1st. They're giving up 54.7% from two. Uh, though only 32.7% from three. Don't connect uh, is in the running for, you know, SEC play the year, play a surefire lock. He's going to win that. Uh, he's going to be an All-American selection. He is such a matchup nightmare because every time I see him spot up, the ball leaves his hand, I think it's going in. His mechanics are flawless. And the guy started at like some JC, transferred to Northern Colorado. Now he's making noise with the Tennessee Volunteers who have an outside shot and a decent one of getting that final number one seed. But they got to take care of business here on the road to solidify that argument. So pull it all together. Uh, let's just focus on the total. I'm going to barely take the under on this, 169. That's why I would prefer to play at it in the alt-total market, and an SGP with Tennessee at plus money. But for the sake of the pod, giving the under 169, good sir, Vader follow.
Okay. You just got this, you got this like random, like you've got one of those magic eight balls, like a cloudy. Shake them uh, up, shake them. Don't ever do that motion on this podcast ever oh, again. Oh, hey. Um, hey. So uh, I, I don't know, man. I think this is going to be a shootout. I, I don't, I don't like your, I, I know that. Uh, how thinking, high would you play the number up to? If it gets like 175, you would go under? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if so what's we, the if, breaking point? I think it's probably one set. I think for me, it's probably one seventy four and a half. Okay. And at that point, at that point, I'm either staying away or I'm going to alt it way up and play the under. Um, but I, I think we could be seeing a shootout. I mean, the Crimson Tide don't play any defense. It would piss Nick Saban off to no end. And you know what's <laughs> going to be run, run, and run some more. If you like points, make sure you watch Tennessee and Alabama. Number one. Numero uno here on the fade. Five countdown. Oh, this is an actual real offering. I didn't make it up. I didn't pull it out of my ass on this SGP. And maybe Lundy's going to come with me. Maybe he's buying what I am selling. I'm going to live in the middle. So cue the Jimmy Eat World in the background. Give me the Dayton Flyers plus eight and a half. Give me Loyola Chicago plus ten and a half on those alt spreads. And the third wheel here is give me the under on the all total one. 46 and a half. You have no idea how to live in the middle. This is a prime example of it. I do not care who wins. And by the way, this is plus 115 at Pet MGM. I just need a close and nice and snug competition between these two A10 teams. Uh, so uh, whoever wins, uh, just don't do it by nine or more points and make sure you don't, you know, light up the scoreboard and we're cashing in. Uh, I think this is going to be a low scoring affair. Uh, because that is the nature of how the Dayton Flyers play. They're number 331 in just a tempo here in the last month. They're north of number 300 in that category the entire season. Uh, and they're a team. Uh, yeah, they're five and four straight up away. Uh, yeah, they're number 26 in EFG offense away, but they're also number 26 in EFG defense in those road matchups. Uh, Deron Holmes, a number two in Kim Palm's player of the year ratings right now. So a guy uh, that's flying under the radar that a lot of people don't know in the national scene, but there was a reason why, and he's a major reason why, Dayton is projected as a number five seed earning the auto berth. My projection again there at the bracket bigboard.com. Meanwhile, the fighting sister jeans there on the north side of Chicago, uh, a team that's really turned it on here of late. Uh, number 52 overall in Bartorvik the last 30 days, play at a faster pace. Uh, number 95 in adjusted tempo, but they will slow it down and do that rock'em, sock'em, robot style if Dayton dictates. And you also look at the uh, other nitty-gritty, the last 30 days, number 60 EFG offense, number 42 in EFG defense, but most importantly, Lundy, they are 12-2 and two in, inside Genteel Arena, and in those games, they are numero uno, number one in the country in EFG defense. So defense could be the name of the game on both sides of the ball in this one. And again, I think Dayton's going to try to slow this sucker down and keep it in the half court and bleed shot clock. So put it all together on this SGP. Dayton plus eight and a half. Loyola plus ten and a half. And the under 146 and a half plus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, a bet you can actually make. Fade or follow. Yeah, we can finally, uh, we can finally make one. Hey, Brad, you know what else uh, we thought was going to be a close game? San Francisco and Gonzaga. Oh, failure. Massive failure. One yep. point game at halftime, and then like I don't know what an eighteen point win or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, San Francisco took a nap. 
So we just need that not to happen here between Dayton uh, and Loyola Chicago because we thought that was going to be close. That's what you're doing here in terms of straddling the fence on the uh, on the spread. Um, I agree with you for sure on the under. Um, let's just fingers crossed that we don't wind up with what we saw last night between, like I said, between the Zags um, and the Dons because that game got out of hand in a hurry. Uh, yeah, and I did not watch the second half. I turned off at halftime thinking, oh, baby, my best get a cash. And I woke up. Pulled my Yahoo Sports app <clears throat> open, and I scrolled down, and I said, what the bloody hell happened? Yeah, kind of insane. Unfortunate term events for your boy. Uh, so we're already chasing units lost. I'm down over five this week in college basketball. Bonus time. Bonus time, Lundy. I need some action elsewhere. Give me some winners. Uh, let's try to do that. Let me stay with college basketball. And again, let me give you something you can actually bet on. Uh, instead of this, whatever this weirdness is that Brad's doing on the countdown today. Um, let me go to the late night, uh, shall we, in yeah. uh, in the Mountain West. And, yes! Uh, Mountain West is so much fun. It really uh, is. Give me uh, Air Force and Utah State and give me the over on yes! the total of a 138, which right now is juiced slightly in your favor at a minus 108. When these two teams played earlier, yep, I see it right there in the notes. Uh, when these two teams played earlier this season, the total was a 148. Um, Air Force has a couple of nice, you know, pull it out of your ass uh, wins in the Mountain West this season. New Mexico but in the pits. But for the most part, uh, they've been bad. Um, yeah. But uh, if they can make, if they can get the points, like they're going to give up a bunch of points. Um, what I'm banking on in this particular bet on the over of the 138 is that the Zoomies can actually make some themselves. Utah State should win this. Uh, they're favored by either 15 and a half or 16 and a half, depending upon the book that you look at. But I'm focused in on the total because I think they've got this one set too low. And again, this is a matchup that if you go back to earlier this season, they played back on January 2nd. The total was a 148. I will play the over because even if they come down a little bit, over what happened in Colorado Springs, they should be able to blow past this number. So that's a college play that I like for this evening. Speaking of basketball, let's stay in hoops because uh, Wednesday and Thursday, the last two days, uh, I've got back-to-back -back winners in the NBA just doing simple three-leg money line. Oh. As we're getting down the stretch here, we've got some teams that are already booking tee times in Cancun. Um, and so... Wednesday, we did it. Thursday, we did it. We're going to try to do it again this evening uh, on the NBA Hardwood. Give me the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, to be able to pick up the victory for themselves this evening. They are at home against the Sacramento Kings. Give me the uh, Pels, the New Orleans Pelicans against the Pacers. This is one these two teams just played and the Pacers won. I think New Orleans comes around and wins this one. So give me New Orleans on the money line as well. And then just to get us into the nice plus odds, we're going to grab the 76ers at home against the Charlotte Hornets. One, two, three, uno, dos, tres. Again, Minnesota, New Orleans, Philadelphia. You put those three together all on the money line at DraftKings. It is a plus 140. We're going to try to make it three is the magic number and hit three of them three straight days uh in the association um all right i gave you uh some hockey earlier let me throw a couple more out there for you tyson forster 
of the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, he is currently centering that top line for them with Travis Konechny out. So give me Forrester for a point tonight on the road against Washington. Um, he's got a three-game point streak going, including four goals and uh, an assist in there. But because he's on the top line, or excuse me, the second line, and because he is a part of the power play for them as well, you just look at the way uh, that he is being in that he is involved right now because of the fact that Konechny is out. It's only minus one hundred five for him to have a point. So it doesn't matter if it's a goal or an assist. But I really like uh, the totals in that one. And then, of course, we got to have a gift play for you for this evening. Uh, Ottawa's playing. Uh, what do we do with Ottawa? We play the gift. The only downside to this one is that they're at home. They go on the road tomorrow, by the way. So you better believe we're taking a gift in their contest tomorrow. But at home against Arizona, we're going to say yes on the goal in the first 10. Arizona has done it in four out of their last five games. Ottawa's done it in five straight. We're going to pair that together with the aforementioned Devils and Ducks, New Jersey and Anaheim uh, at the Pond. Um, and in this particular case, we're talking about an Anaheim team that has managed to do it in four out of their last five as well. If we get a yes gift in both of those contests, it is a plus 144. For the record, I like the yes gift in all three games tonight, but these are my two favorites. Again, yes gift Arizona-Ottawa, yes gift on New Jersey and Anaheim. Um, and I'm going to go in. I didn't get a chance to look before we hit record on the pod here this morning, Brad, but I'm all about uh, Jason Tatum tonight. Um, oh, give nice. me, give me, uh, give me points. Uh, give me points and rebounds. Give me PRA. It's just, it's a good matchup for him. Um, and so I haven't, I haven't jumped in to see what all the numbers are. My guess is his points are probably right around 26. I would play the over on that. I might even sprinkle a half unit bet and bump that thing up to like 30 plus at plus odds for him to just go. I just have a feeling that he has got the matchup and that he's going to go off uh, this evening. So I'm all about Jason Tatum on those player props. I'll put that up on the spreadsheet as well. For now, yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. All right, let's go Team Huevo style. The parlay play of the night in the NBA. And understandably and admittedly, this is a little weak, but I'm trying to get a winner on the board. So on this uh, four-legger, uh, come with me if you're buying what I'm selling. SGP stock. Give me the clip on the alt spread minus nine and a half. Give me Paul George, two or more made threes. Give me Zubak, five or more rebounds. Give me Kuzma, five or more rebounds as well. Uh, plus 120 there. At BetMGM, uh, you know, I'm giving a little bit of uh, a leeway here on the Clippers with the spread because Washington's been covering machines right into ATS in their last 10. And the Clippers have failed to cover five straight home games. So I'm going to take this line down as a result, build a little cushion to avoid any kind of pushing. Meanwhile, Paul George, he's made two or more made threes in a game at five his last six. Washington has allowed 11.5 made threes per game over the last 15. Uh, Zubak, five more rebounds. He he has done this in seven straight games, and the Wiz have given up the most supported rebounds per game in the NBA over the last 15. The Kuzma, five or more boards. He's done this in five of his last six. And the Clippers, a mediocre number 13 most rebounds per game allowed in their last 15. So to recap, to recap on this SGP, Clippers, alt spread, minus nine and a half. Paul George, two or more made three. Zubak. Five or more rebounds. Kuzma, five or more boards, plus 120 there at BetMGM. Elsewhere in the NBA, Demonis Sabonis. Give me him for a triple-double. I don't have juice uh, because the line's not out yet. I don't care. It's probably going to be low plus money. 
and uh, whatever book has it will take my money as a result. He's taken on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Last time he faced them back on December 23rd, he triple-doubled. 17, 10, and 10. He had eight triple-doubles in the month of February, and he averaged a triple-double in the month of February. 20 points per game, 13.8 rebounds per game, and over 10 assists per game. I know the T-Wolves are number one in adjusted defensive efficiency in the last 15 contests, but I don't care. You can't stop. You cannot contain Arvidas' kid, Demata Sabonis, triple-double night. Again, I don't care what the damn juice is. Elsewhere in college basketball, one more on this Friday night. I'm going to take the under in Fairfield and Marist. And that number is sitting at 136.5. I think it's going to be in the low 130s. Uh, you look at Marist, they're at home, and they are downright Galapagos Tortoise slow. Number 303 in adjusted tempo, an outstanding defensive team in their own right. Number 14, EFGD, over the last 30 days. Uh, and a team two at home, number 22 at EFGD, on the entirety of the season. And you know, putting ball through basket, not a great strength. Number 203, EFG offense. Fairfield is a team that uh, can slow it down. They're just number 184 in tempo, so they don't play at a particularly burst pace. Excellent offensive team. Susceptible defensively, no question about it. But again, I think it's going to be limited possessions, and that Maris D is going to rise the occasion in an Ipatuck and Fair. Please go overtime. If that happens, I think in regulation, we will hit the under on 136 and a half, minus 110 juice there at Bet MGM. All right, I'm out of breath. We are out of time. Do us a favor. Luddy's got his uh, hockey spreadsheet picks up now at thegamingjuice.com. Go to that site. I'm cranking out content like a madman every single day. All college basketball all time. It's freaking March, people. Let's get on board with the college game. Uh, sign up for a free account. Go to gamingjuice.com to get all of our content. And, of course, interactions as well. We're all about community there. And it's free membership, so you have no excuses. Also, drop us a rating and a review at your convenience and feed or follow us on the X where I try to give it to you. Lundy at Nate Lundy and myself at Noisy Huevo. It's going to be a scintillating, sensational, stupendous week at a basketball. Hopefully, uh, Lundy's going to drop the puck and make some bucks. And we're all cashing in as a result. Until next time, for the good, sir. He's so cute. He's so handsome. He really is. And now he is live on thegamingjuice.com. I'm Brad Evans. As always, feed or follow. That is up to you.